0: What's up, you bunch of <laughs> nope? Nope, not gonna say that word. Can't say it, <laughs> demonetized. Yeah, this isn't Amazon, this is YouTube. We can't say that word. I don't even if it would be funny for me to act to do my stupid Billy Butcher accent. <laughs> and yeah, uh,
1: so here we go. We got matches,
0: yeah. We got matches Malone in there. What's up, matches? And then we also got Joker voice saying, asking, Where is his link? <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know oh oh he wanted oh i see he wanted to be on the show today and talk i see well sorry i my bad i didn't check my email today nor i'm i haven't checked that email for like a week i apologize but no,
1: uh, we're gonna take this one on our own thanks Joker boys
0: but yeah at any rate we got this it's it's an awesome show and yeah we, so what what show are we talking about today like harrison
1: ah we are talking about my good favorite band uh thin lizzy with their hit the boys
0: are back in town the boys are back. I love that song, by the way. But yeah, guys. All right. So actually, you know what's you know what's stupid? I completely missed this part. Welcome to the Fulcrum Entertainment Podcast. I am Gilbert. <laughs> I'm joined by my buddy Harrison. See, you know that. that see that, that kind of fits for the boys, isn't it? That the chaotic nature of this show, it kind of fits with with uh, we're not really we're not really doing a normal episode.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is true.
0: But yeah, uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fulcrum Entertainment Podcast. You're just jumping in. Uh, we are what we are talking about the boys today. And dude, it is so, oh my god, this show is freaking bananas. I I love it so much. I I I wish it, it came out like you know what sad is it's a double-edged sword. I wish it kind of came out more often. Like, I wish they they worked like, you know, I wish more episodes were mm. out and I wish yeah. the seasons were a little more frequent. But at the same time, I feel like if it was, it wouldn't be nearly as good.
1: Yeah, I I'll be honest, I feel like the boys to have had the sheer consistency of quality that it has had is kind of unheard of for three seasons of a streaming show like this. Like, you know, we've seen so many, like when you get to the third season and it kind of gets not that great and you kind of treading water, but the boys hasn't done that.
0: I, uh, I would agree. Uh, this one is just like, it's episode after episode is just, I don't know. It, it feels like it just, it's going harder and harder. Like, whereas watching, you know, maybe it's just that way I'm, I'm allowed to binge it or at least cause I, cause I just now, I literally watched the entire season or well, Five, the first five episodes like yesterday so maybe that's just uh but i feel like it's just been able to just versus all the other shows like maybe kenobi you know uh we've talked about like we i've been watching miss marvel a little bit we talked about uh mandalorian and Bo- book of Boba. each of these things has kind of had its moments of a up and down this show is just it just keeps going harder and harder and getting better and better i, I don't know if that's just me
1: no, 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 no. I, I absolutely agree. Like, I, I think that's sort of how I felt about it. There hasn't been that sort of down moment, which you've become to get used to in series like that. And it does kind of make me go, yeah, if I had to pick, like, I could only watch one of these, either Kenobi or the boys, I'd
0: pick the boys. I'm going to have a better time. I'm, I'm definitely going to agree with you. However, I've definitely, if I have kids, I can't watch, uh, like, I couldn't watch <laughs> with my niece or nephew. I couldn't watch this with my, like, a younger, like, well, depends on how a younger sibling is. But yeah, like, if you have like child, like younger than ten years old, you probably shouldn't be watching this with them. You know what I mean. Person versus, versus all the other Disney shows. Also, I, I love this. We got the boys figures in here. It says the boys is such a letdown. It needs to be more like Disney for me. So yeah, if you're if you're a Disney shill, then you know. <laughs> nah, I I honestly don't know if he's being. See, there, yeah, I, I feel like you're Monica having a Disney princess. I feel like you're. I feel like you're messing with us.
1: <laughs> thanks very much for
0: listening. also Starlight's better than a Disney princess she's she is like Wonder Woman mixed with uh I don't I don't know I've, I, I think I just said I think I just wanted to say that Starlight's awesome I had no I had no real like thing there
1: Starlight feels like if it turned out that Hannah Montana wasn't actually Miley Cyrus but Miley Cyrus was actually a superhero she's like.
0: What, what he said that is something probably... like
1: that like yeah like, like like uh it's amazing like to be honest she's like the female captain america you know what i mean <laughs> like if you she wanted kinda, a woman she, to take over the shield from she, uh
0: captain america you could choose starlight she's a better captain marvel i'm gonna put that out, out there right now that starlight is a better Ooh. captain marvel like she does that story so much better Like, the idea of having to overcome, like, overcoming adversity, like, being a woman in a man's world and trying to overcome all of that, and having to deal with, like, trauma and bullshit, and yet, and still fucking be a hero and over... Damn it, she is a better Captain Marvel. I'm gonna put that out there right now.
1: Yeah, I'll go with that. I, yeah, and to be honest, like, I imagine her with that mohawk. She'd look damn awesome with that weird space mohawk.
0: I'd go for it. I don't know, I could do it.
1: You get a figure of that.
0: So, well, you know, it's, it's amazing. I think we found the first thing that Joker Voice actually likes. And he'll, he'll speak nice <laughs> nicely about. Yeah, he says, the cast is superb. Everyone is on top of their game. Carl Urban and Anthony Starr, amazing. Aaron Moriarty is an mm-hmm. treasure. I'm going to say Anthony Starr, like, yes, you, it's, it's one of those, th- again, it's a double-edged sword there. Is that he is a wonderful actor and he makes me hate him so much. But I'm like, dude, I get so tired of Homelander. I am like really, yeah. You hear him talk for like like the first season. It was really cool, and it, like watching him like his weird like I don't know, man like his like his mommy complex, but then also his like god complex. And then in season two, then having that whole thing added, a weird Nazi sprinkle on it with Stormfront. <laughs> like it was interesting <laughs> to watch that. Now at this point, I'm just like, dude, you were such a whiny little baby. Shut up.
1: Oh, I, I I've kind of really enjoyed. Uh... Homelander in this season. I think I think cuz he's such a on point uh pastiche of things we've seen in American politics recently. It's been quite amazing.
0: Yeah, well, uh I I seeing now that part is like well the one part I'm like okay, like because I have to watch that every day as in the news like, I, like <laughs> when we saw the there's the episode I think it's episode 4 So 5 Blue Hawk when he when he and uh, Oh yeah. What's his name? When he and A Train have to give meet up at the Black Community Center, and he has to like, oh well, I'm sorry, I'm you know, I'm you know, I'm I'm sorry that I'm messing with Black people, but here I'm gonna make a donation to your community center, and then it all just goes wrong. And he starts beating up on Black people again. I'm like, I get it, like, it, it, like the whole thing of like, that's what American politics is. But I'm like, I have to live that. Do we really have to watch it on my entertainment? Like, I have yeah, I'm watching it on TV every day.
1: Yeah, I I can see how like that would be. I I think you know, I, I don't get the same issue because I'm. I'm not living with quite that we've got our own issues um but uh yeah that that whole scene the stuff i liked about that i think was because for a lot of this i was like why are we still hanging out with a train and i and like a train was one character i was like mm, i don't know if i needed this character to be around still for season three and i don't know necessarily with that where a train is going towards the end is justifying all that time we spent with him but it, I've quite enjoyed it. Like, especially in the, the final episode um that's just come out. Uh so I think that's
0: episode six. Uh
1: hang on, I need to check with the series. Se- anyway. uh, seven.
0: Seven. Yeah. Seven. I'm, too, I'm on I'm on I just finished episode five and there's two more le- uh, to go for me. So
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. Um so yeah, so that one, uh the things that happened with A-train that I was like,
0: this is really good.
1: Like I'm like, I honestly feel like A-Train could now be settled, I was like, hmm, this guy can probably close the book properly on him, so I don't necessarily think he'll survive this series, and I think it might be best if he doesn't, because it would be a very final yeah. good ending. I don't know, maybe not good. Um, I,
0: don't, I don't really like A-Train, personally, especially after this last episode where he uh, betrayed, uh, what's the name, Supersonic? He's mm. like, God damn it, the one Mexican hero in the team, and you fucking you know, <laughs> It's like what the fuck, man. <laughs> but more than that, it's like that guy was actually kind of a, another cool dude. He's like, all right, I kind of like you. You're you're like another. You're, you're kind of like Starlight in that way. You're like you're kind of like a good dude trying to do the right thing. But then he got his ass just completely ripped to shreds. And, it, and I think it's interesting that we didn't see that actually. We it just it happened off screen, and we just see his mangled body.
1: Yeah, I I think it's quite good when they do that. You know, it's that nice reminder of um, he can do stuff when you're not watching you know like uh, it, it's a good reminder of the power of uh, homelander which i think they've they've thrown around quite well in this series mostly
0: mm-hmm. like how he takes down stan edgar oh my dude and then becomes the ceo for some reason <laughs> okay i'm going to go to the comments real quick <laughs> fuller's figures in here he says come on that pub scene was ridiculous what british pub has wood planks on its walls well, I mean,
1: I don't know, like, 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 like when was it? Because it has to be, like, the 80s, that flashback. So, like, it's it's a bit more believable. It reminds me of some of the, the uh, like, sets I used to see on TV.
0: I mean, if you ever watch Cheers, there's wood panels on But that's an American pub, but still, though. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh says, Lo- we got Lobot in the comments. says, hi, Gilbert and Harry. Hope all is well. All is well. Hey, low. Lobot, how are you, you doing? Uh, oh, we got Brian's action figure reviews. Uh, Starlight is a Disney princess. She used the plastic cups in, her, or she has she has used plastic cups in her face now. Or, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand that that joke. But I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> agree with the first part of it. Starlight is a Disney princess, even though Amazon is absolutely not owned by Disney yet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and I can just feel a thousand a thousand fans of of all those uh, uh, Amazon shows just die a little inside when they hear that. <laughs> okay so yeah we got a joke uh and anthony Starr is so believable as a villain you want to hate him that's the point like dolores umbridge in harry potter movies yes that's true but much like that chick in those movies i'm like it's so over the top that i'm like okay i get it you're the bet like you're you're like (laughs) you're like hitler 2.0 can we move on now
1: I I love when he is being perverted. That is like when I most love <laughs> I'll admit, One land. thing I
0: thought was funny is when uh, so after his speech of like, I just shouldn't have to apologize to you asshole. I'm more powerful than you. I'm better than you. Like he does that whole thing and gets a, and gets all like not surprisingly getting the the uh, straight white male base following him.
2: <laughs>
0: like, uh, but yeah, Ashley comes in she's like, dude, your base is up. like you' you're you're trending again. like you're popular and he's sitting there naked. And, like, he starts getting an erection when he hears how great he is. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, it's like, okay, American Psycho. That's This is
1: what I love, The Boys. I love when The Boys is perverted and disgusting. I, um, we were talking a bit about Garth Ennis, um before we uh, came on, the guy who wrote the comic that it's based on. And I read the Preacher comics, like, when I was kind of too young, I think, like sort of 13, 14. And I think that's part of what's got me into this weird thing of I find just utterly depraved shit like that so funny, and I just find that like so. There's a bit where he's he's drinking milk fresh from the cow, like at one point, and he gets caught, and it's the best thing because <laughs> he just turns around and goes, "I'm I'm." She was in pain. I was helping.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's incredible. See, that's weird. Like, see a lot of that. It gets gets really weird. Like the second season when he drinks the the. Uh, breast milk and the chick and Ashley catches him. And then that whole <laughs> thing also with the, he gets the dude who like shape changes and gets him to be the woman. He, like the, the, uh, the, I forget her name. Cause I, it's been, it's been two freaking seasons, but the chick he killed in the first season, you know, who was like his mom figure. Like who he was yes. breastfeed for like that that whole thing, like just everything with Homelander is so fucking weird. <laughs> and, I, and that's what happens when you're when you're in a lab and you're treated as a te- as a test subject rather than a child. I get that, but still like fucking hey man.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. That like, I think it's at the end of season two when he's just standing like naked on that like skyscraper, jerking off, be like, I can do whatever I want, well, I can I do want... anything I
0: want. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, let me ask you something. You don't have to. You don't necessarily have to spoil it. But does anything happen with Stormfront, or is she gone? Because I was. I watched that first episode when she said like, "Oh, Stormfront, million dollar baby," or sit like, "Has she bit off her own tongue?" And, oh yeah. Like, is she yeah. gone, or is that is that just a red herring? Because I feel like I was. I was watching that. I'm like, that's bullshit.
1: Um. So yeah. I, I no. Nothing has happened with Stormfront since so far.
0: Okay. Um, so up to where I've seen. It, it. like I don't. I think there might be one or two episodes left. I'm pr- probably one more, but so i'm i'm wondering if that's yeah okay Confir- confirmation storm committed suicide but i'm just like I, because i never like that's my thing i've been primed by all these other movies that if i don't see it on screen it didn't actually happen
1: you do bring up a good point and might it's possible i think it might she might stay dead because it's quite a good sort of poetic point for homelander for her to have died like that um but uh we haven't seen her like body so she could potentially still get up somewhere and yes, I like that. Fuller's figures. Uh, do you do you have experience? You you a farmer yourself? And hey, I don't know what Homelander's immune to with all his superhero V stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? Actually, you bring up an interesting thing. Let's talk about Compound V. Let's talk about the the. I like uh, I like how they have they come up with a temporary V this episode or this season, which is apparently that is a thing from the comic books that that's where it evolves. Is that the boys end up having to take uh super like basically Compound V so they can fight Homelander and his Like Nazi army of superheroes because he, because Homelander starts taking over the country in the comic books. Like he, he straight up snaps and starts like trying to like become the overlord. I could, I could
1: see that happening. I do feel like this is a show that definitely has to have a limited number of seasons, you know, that has to end. And I feel like this probably couldn't last longer than five seasons with the way the story is going right now. And I'd love it if the fifth season is like Homelander taking
0: over. You say that, and I, that's why I hope this show doesn't get. Incredible, like I, it's popular, but I hope it doesn't get like immensely popular because Eric Kripke, we talked about it a little bit off air. Eric Kripke is the guy who made Supernatural as well. Which first five seasons of Supernatural, gold. You want to watch something, <laughs> you want to watch some awesome television, watch the first five seasons of Supernatural, you'll love it. But then after that, it just gets crappier and crappier and crappier. And, crappier, and it's like, Eric Kripke, dude, what are you doing? I'm appealing, I'm going appeal- I'm put, um, uh, yeah, he's appealing to his fans because there's like 15 seasons of that freaking show.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: And and mm. like there's a diehard fan base that just continues to want more and more and more. And I'm like, no, guys, that so that's that's what worries me a little bit. Is I I want the boys to continue, but I don't want it to continue so much that it gets stale.
1: Yeah, I actually I realize I've made a mistake. I was saying five seasons, I, I meant um four. I got confused how many seasons there were. Yeah. So like like I, I wouldn't imagine this lasting much longer than this because it feels like it's coming to a head already. Like they can't go much further past this.
0: Mm. Isn't that i love that nobody is a moon to streptococcus not even homeland isn't that like <laughs> a flesh, isn't that flesh eating disorder like, i I, I, have, I have no idea
1: but i, I trust you full as figures i yep okay so
0: so that's oh. how you kill homeland fuck using uh uh soldier boy you just give you make him drink cow's milk that hasn't been filtered yet <laughs> anyway uh so yeah brian's action figure says uh, Bri- uh eric kripke did supernatural dawson's creek or it's Dawson's Creek with ghosts. Oh,
1: right. <laughs> Dawson's Creek with ghosts, right. <laughs> Another I... show I didn't watch because everyone said it was bad.
0: Well, I, I mean, now mind you, I was like 13 at the time, or thir- like 12, 13 at the time, so I was like the perfect age for it. It's like guns, ghosts, I mean, guys shooting at ghosts. Awesome. Yeah, no. It's... Oh,
1: no, no. Like, like Supernatural, I can understand. Dawson's Creek.
0: Oh, God, the
1: one that, like, never heard a positive thing about it, so never oh, saw yeah. it.
0: That's yeah, no, no, Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill. Like, those, these shows do not need to, they don't need to be watched by anyone, and yet they still were. Okay, so we got Brian. Yeah, so Brian Shakespeare says it does show that Jensen Ackles would have been a great Captain America had he gotten the role over Evans back in the day. That's a good point because, dude, we talked about this as well. Is that, uh, well, fuck, I, I wanted to talk about the Compound V, but shit, I, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. We, we'll talk about, uh, how great Jensen Ackles is as evil Captain America. Like mm. oh yeah. He, and and then how great that story is because we never see because we haven't yet to see that like there's the Captain America Hydra story in, in Marvel, but mm. we never yeah. actually got to see a convincing, like evil Captain America, which uh, you were saying something about how he reminds you of the comedian, right?
1: Yes, he definitely does from The Watchman. Yeah, he really reminds me of the comedian. That that same kind of like just sort of um amoral. You know, it's not so much about like right or wrong to him, it's like whatever he's doing. <laughs> like he has some worries going, and he, it's whatever's in his way, and like like the comedian just murders people like with no thought about it. He does the same.
0: Yeah, and you know, I guess I I kind of get that. like if you're a soldier, mercenary, whatever. Like he, you talked about how he was paid to take Compound V, right? Like he was he was just like he was like the first test subject, and it was like he was just like yeah. a guinea pig.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like like he really comes across as like this is just a gig. This is just like yeah, whatever. I didn't yeah, want to so. be a hero. I'm just doing what I'm told.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing that's kind of interesting, is that Captain America does the same thing. Is that his is like, I have duty, honor, I have like a responsibility. His soldier boy's just like, nah, I'm just, I'm just getting paid. He's. A, I think yeah, that, that's what he said. US agent done properly.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I did think that. Yeah, that, that feels more like the US agent. I was uh, interested, like, um, they said that uh, he'd be a good, like, Captain America, because I don't know if he could do the gentler bits, the more kind of touching, like, I trust this guy moments. He's amazing at evil Captain America, but nice Captain America. I just haven't seen it in uh, the Soldier Boy Act yet.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I don't really think I want to because that's not that's not the point of this character. The point of him is to be an asshole. Is to like to be arrogant. Like when you see like the seventies flashback of like Vietnam, which also that was a whole that was an awesome scene, but. When you see that, he's just like, you should smile more. I bet you'd have a pretty smile. And then he starts, he just acts like the most arrogant dickhead ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably what an actual person with the Captain America serum would do.
1: Yeah, yeah, like a dude who doesn't really have to answer to anyone. Like, you know, I got like the general that I answer to, and then like, I don't give a fuck what you think, so I'm going to say what I think.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so we can keep talking about that, but I uh, we can keep talking about Soldier Boy a minute, but I do want to talk about it. I do want to just call this out for a second that Paul Reiser as the legend that was pretty cool. I thought that was I just thought that was a, a real fun thing because I, I mean I've, I've only ever seen that dude in like, well, I, the whatever most most recently I've seen him in Stranger Things. He's the he's one of the he's the the doctor.
1: He's the aliens dude. He's the Weyland Yutani, uh, yeah, like, executive from Aliens, and yeah, is,
0: okay, that's right. He is. He's man. in
1: Mad About You, <laughs> that that sitcom um, with
0: Holly oh, Hunter. Yeah. Like uh, oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? i can't get the names I, right, but yeah, but yes. So the point is that yeah, that was a, that was an awesome uh, thing, and apparently that's a big comic book reference. I've I've never read the boys comics. I've, I I'll be honest. I've I did a little bit of research here and there on them, but I've never actually read the boys comics. But apparently the legend is a huge thing. So that <laughs>
1: yeah, that, I, I know someone was mentioning when uh, Smith Lord talking about uh, Garth Ennis in the comments, and I didn't read oh. the boys comics. Um, I only read some of the preacher comics, so I just know a little
0: bit of that Garth Ennis uh, style okay excuse me it was Nicaragua not Vietnam it was in 84 excuse me yeah Vietnam War was over excuse me for not knowing or or really caring about I was like okay <laughs> a, hist- a place a time history
1: thinking about that so you've seen that scene and you've seen what happened to Black Noir yes.
0: um in you, that. Got all, you got all burnt up yes
1: but you haven't seen the bit where Black Noir like remembers like what happened have you no, I haven't. No. Okay, so, like, now you mentioned, I think, off, off-air that we could spoil to you. Are, are you cool with this, being spoiled? Go for it. This is super fucking cool. So, like, Black Noir, like, realizes that um, Soldier Boy's coming for him. So he, like, goes away somewhere. He uh, goes in this elevator, and there's a cool scene where he just gets a knife out and rips a chip out of his wrist in front of this woman and then just hands it to her and leaves. Um. He goes into an abandoned like fast food restaurant that has like kind of uh, not quite the hamburger that, but that kind of you know Ronald McDonald cartoon characters in it. But they're all farm animals. The farm animals come to life and start to counsel him, and then put on a play of his own life to show him so he can face what happened when he got injured. Huh. And it is it is incredible this whole cartoon sequence. It becomes uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit for a while.
0: That's okay. That sounds pretty freaking awesome. I see one thing that was a little weird and kind of threw me a little bit was the musical scene with uh, what's her name? I think it's Kimiko. Oh, yeah,
1: Kimiko. Yeah, yeah, that, that, comes out little, that Yeah,
0: that, that was a little strange. So, I don't know. I, bet, I mean, that's if that's what, what I can look forward to is more of that kind of stuff. I'm like, all right, cool, let's let's see it.
1: Yeah, Kimiko and Frenchie have been interesting this season. <laughs> I, I they've not been bad, but they've not been they've been my sort of least favorite of everything, I think.
0: Okay, so if you, well, since you bring that up, I think if we're talking about our least favorite, hmm, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna say it's probably for me. It's gonna be uh, Crimson Countess, simply because okay. she, she doesn't really do much. She's there, like she's there for one minute to run away. She shoot. She blows up a guy dressed like Homelander, and then gets killed by uh, Soldier Boy. And and then also that whole scene where she's gonna put like butt like butt beads up her you know and with with, with goddamn Seth Rogen with watching, Seth I'm Rogan. like, what happened? I'm almost, uh. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Seth Rogen? Uh, I love Seth Rogen. I, I like
1: that is a man who's living the dream. He knows what's up.
0: <laughs> I, I used to like Seth Rogen. I used to really like Seth Rogen's movies, and now it's just like, dude, you 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 become a meme of yourself.
1: Oh, I love I love Seth Rogen. I love everything that like he like produces now. He keeps producing these really kind of these things that reflect the childish, disgusting humor that I had when I was a teen. But I loved Sausage Party. That's such a good little animated movie. I know it's I know I know it's bad, but I'm so happy someone made it.
0: It's so bad. It's, it's funny, so, but it's so fucking bad.
1: It's so good. Oh, it's so good.
0: See, I like this is the end far more than I like. Uh sausage party
1: i haven't seen this is the end to be fair so, oh uh, it's, uh,
0: that's it's pretty fun like the part with emma watson coming in there and like they, they talk about how like all right guys we need to be really careful about this we need to make sure we don't give up this rapey but like they're trying to make they all have this conversation <laughs> they don't want to want to do that like they were like no we don't want to we want to make sure we, we, we she's safe and we want to make sure that she doesn't feel like she's gonna get and and then all the while she's listening to this she comes out with a fucking axe and then robs them <laughs> like she's like, what the? fuck You guys were talking about raping me. I'm gonna fuck. You. And then she like robs them and steals all their shit. It's, it is awesome. <laughs> but but anyway, moving on from all of that, I'm gonna go back to the uh, the comments real quick. Oh, fuck. yeah. Okay. Excuse me for not knowing history. You're like you're like my fucking brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nicaragua wasn't illegal. It was an illegal incursion in international law. Uh, the U.S. pulled out uh, uh-huh. that very quickly. Another backtrack from the U.S. Well, that's
1: that. That's that Irish education system again. I think.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I if it doesn't really pertain to to what's going on in in the last like two decades, I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> like, and that's and that's probably because I've only been alive for the last two almost three decades. Oh yeah,
1: last that, that's real early. That's two thousand and two.
0: <laughs> that's like. I, like
1: that's like the first iPod onward.
0: <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's when my that's when shit really started to, to impact my life in a in a really meaningful way. So, <laughs> at any rate, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's featuring black noir. All right, solid.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that's a pretty good pretty good comparison.
0: Okay, okay. So Smith Lord speaks isn't here. He says Garth Ennis is one of the best writers of, in comics for the last thirty years. His runs on Punisher, The Boys. A Fury Limited uh, Max series. I I don't know what that what that is.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that.
0: And uh, anyway, so so he also is quite a history nut. World War II stories are ace. Interesting. Yeah, no,
1: I I never got like I, I read a bunch of uh, preacher comics and then I so sort of never finished them off. I got like five six books in, um, and then uh, basically the person who I was borrowing them from uh, moved away. Uh, so I couldn't read them. Um, oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, I I could read them, but I I wanted to spend my money on other things. I wanted PS2 games instead of comic books.
0: Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I I get that. Sometimes you gotta like life takes a priority over comics. But hey, man. Apparently, if these according to these guys, there these are some like awesome story. Like according to Brian's actually, yeah, definitely some of the best Punisher stories. Like I I gotta I guess I gotta read some fucking uh. Was he say uh, Garth, Garth Ennis stories?
1: Yeah, Garth Ennis is like Garth Ennis is, is really cool. Like, like, like it, it's it's a bit sort of puerile. Some well, at least the Preacher ones are a bit puerile sometimes. Um, but like, he he never like pulls his punches. He goes for like the darkest stuff, and it's it's really fun.
0: You don't. See, I do want to talk about that. Is that like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, you were talking a little bit about the Preacher comics or a little bit of the Preacher TV show off. About this dude named Assface or whatever, because he, he like shot himself in the face, <laughs> and now he has a giant hole in his head and shit. Yes. I'm like, that sounds extremely cartoony, and a, a, like a little bit about this is a, is kind of cartoony. Like, I'm gonna say that again. We talked about it off air, That opening scene, that very opening scene with like the Ant Man <laughs> wannabe who goes inside. I'm like, dude, you guys are all right. You like to take it to to borrow a a, a, a phrase from you guys. They're just kind of taking the piss on us. <laughs> yeah,
1: like I, I kind of like that they did that. Like, partly because that's a thing that has been brought up on like eight hundred million podcasts of like you know the like most powerful like Avenger would be Ant Man. He could crawl up your button and then just grow and you blow up. And they were just like, fine, we're going to do it, but we're going to make it as grody as we can, and we're going to make you as uncomfortable as you can be. <laughs> like, why? Because we're going through his dick hole.
2: It's just like oh.
0: right up the people. Yep, that that was. So it's my understanding that it's called sounding. I don't. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with that. To be completely honest, and that I'm like, I obviously I was going to keep on watching the show, but I'm just sitting there like, dude, what the fuck are you making me watch, guys? <laughs> like, I well,
1: think I, that's that's what's amazing about the show is that it ca- it's a TV show that captures that feeling, which is what you get reading a Garth Ennis book. Like 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 when you're going through and, and when like you see ass face and like he like is there standing in the rain because he's a Texan kid and he doesn't know that ass means ass, so he's there going, I shall be ass face the Avenger of the unknown, and then he just decides to become like a ranging superhero with a shotgun and a motorbike just like murdering people like the Punisher and like telling people say ass face like sent you or whatever <laughs>
0: See, I'm guessing Smith is talking about he has the full. So I'm not sure if he's talking about the Punisher or the Preacher. Either way, that's that's cool. No, he says he has a full series and oversized hardback. And that one of his shiny beacons of his collection. That's I, I see. I, I bet you that sets you back a pretty penny. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, that must do. All
0: right, yeah. Joker boys love that scene with the with the guy going up the peephole. Says that was hilarious. Along with the Rise of the Seven premiere, making a parody of release the Snyder cut. Yeah, <laughs> the release the the book book cut or whatever the hell they do like the, the the director's name was supposed to be or the writer's name. Yeah, I I that was that was really weird. Like I I'm like, okay guys, we get it. Vought D- is Disney slash DC slash like all these other companies rolled into one.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's like I don't know. It's sometimes it's the strength of the boys. I, I think the boys like being slightly sort of ludicrous all the time helps because sometimes like Vought does too many things to be a real company. And like every single Stupid thing that's happened in the last five years was in that show. Like when A Train came up and was doing that Chloe Kardashian Pepsi can thing, oh, and I was God. like, "Hang on, hang on, that's like that's old news, man. They've done worse stuff since then."
0: I mean, see, uh, I don't even consider that all that bad. I just consider it stupid. That commercial with her handing Pepsi cans to the cops, or and then yeah, <laughs> like that was a retarded commercial. And this thing is same thing. of like him being like. Oh, right, uh, I get. I, well, yeah, him doing the whole thing of like this is important. I need to go to this protest, and then stopping the cops and handing him a fucking energy drink. That, <laughs> yeah, no, that whole thing was stupid. Like, I get what they're what they're going for. They're trying to make a commentary on the on selling uh, BLM and uh, like social justice as a brand. But mm, I'm like, yeah. guys, we, we, we already know that. Like that's been commented on. Like it's like that's my thing. It's it gets old. Like the whole thing of like again, Vot doing all of these things of like, oh well, we're we're into pharmaceuticals, we're also into weapons, we're into entertainment, we're in, like we're the evil corporation that owns everything. I'm Like, okay, guys, we know that corporations are evil. Like, like I'm I'm not that whole thing of like it just it. I, it was charming in season one and two, and and well, I don't know, getting okay, a little tired of season two too as well. But I'm like at this point, I'm like I get it, guys. Yeah, oh V plus or Vot plus. I'm like. Okay, can we just can, we, <laughs> can you just dispense with the with the like? Oh, look, guys, we we understand the parody that we're making.
1: I think that's it. Yeah, it's sometimes they jump from like one parody of a huge corporate to another. That it's like, yeah, we we could do with slowing that down because, like you say, we've already got the point and like now it kind of labors it a bit cuz it make it makes it a bit too ludicrous i don't know
0: it's my same problem with uh with blue, like we said, with the blue hawk thing like where he changes like when he beats up on the black people and he changes the, the whole narrative to an antifa it's like oh i was just beating on antifa bad apples i'm like okay oh, right, dude i get it i've seen this shit on the news before can we just stop
1: yeah, yeah. I do sometimes also have it as well. It's like, oh, man, I don't want to have to have arguments with people about the boys. <laughs> so I'm like, couldn't this be a little bit more middle of the road? But I actually kind of like the fact that the boys isn't. It's real, like, everything's horrible, everywhere's awful, and we're going to show the worst stuff we can, which includes, like, picking on, like, recently sensitive stuff like that. So I appreciate that they they never kind of pull their punches like that. A little like uh, a little like South Park, but with the uh, superheroes.
0: And see, that's my thing about South Park is that, that got a little tiresome as well. I least to loved South Park when I was an edgy little teenager being like, yeah, speak truth to authority. Tell them what's up. I'm like, nowadays, I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't care anymore. I'm like, because no one's listening.
1: <laughs> yeah. Make,
0: I as many, like, parody shows that crank <laughs> the nonsense up to 11 as you want. It's not going to change anything. No one's listening.
1: It's it's bad of me to bring up South Park because I, I feel the same way you do. <laughs> and I was like, people love South Park, but yeah, no, no, like I I'm I don't watch it anymore because I'm like, I've seen South Park do this, I kind of know what they're gonna do.
0: Yeah, at a certain point. I think it's about the years of PC principle. As soon as we get to that point, I'm like, okay, I'm done with South Park, I get it. <laughs> but yeah. I see, I'm I'm all for that. The boys oh, being a oh, total yeah. commentary. But at a certain point, I'm like, I also just kind of want like fucked up superheroes being fucked up superheroes because they do it a little better than other than other shows that try to do this exact thing. They do it slightly. I think the boys does it slightly better. like even more than in- I like also Invincible, but I'm going to say they do it better than Invincible.
1: Yeah, I, I think like there are some things that I think now I'd prefer to I, they could even get the social commentary, in, but just maybe. Spread it a little thinner, you know, weave it in a bit more subtly or something just so that it's it takes a few episodes rather than kind of like it's 30 minutes in a single episode where we have a whole arc of like we realize this is bad.
0: Yeah. See, and then, and at that point, I guess we're trying to make it more like a, an Avengers story, or more like a. Marvel, <laughs> like a WB. We're trying to make it like, oh, well, what if the heroes actually grow and become better people? It's like, no, that's not the story that the boys is telling, though. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if he, all right. So actually, you know what? This, this a good segue. Is that if you want to have someone who gets better, Billy Butcher, which his storyline with like with Ryan and trying to become a, a dad, like a surrogate father to, to this kid, and make sure that he doesn't become a second Homelander. Is actually kind of awesome. Like I like how Bill, like he he yeah, tries to get sober and tries to actually be a good person. Like goes and visits the kid. Like that story arc was actually kind of cool. Like
1: yeah. Now you want to talk about like having seen that before? I do look at him like he's such a Garth Ennis character. <laughs> like, like like there's so many of them like that. He's he's good, but he's also that thing of like I had a little bit of like when he starts out, it's like yeah, but it's like it's a bit like you know at the beginning of like most seasons of BoJack, BoJack's kind of doing a bit better. But then it's and like, then it oh, worse. what weird crime are you going to commit now, BoJack? What are you going to do now? It's the same thing with Billy. I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, let's yeah. let's see you mess this
0: one up. See, but that's my thing. Is I, if I feel like the show would, would jump the shark for me if it turned out that Homelander had like a redemption arc, is like, oh well, I'm a bad person. I need to re- I need to do good <laughs> for all the bad shit I've done. Then it, then I would just get pissed off. But Billy Butcher doing that is like, you know what? I'm a I'm a right fucking you know I'm a right <laughs> steward. <laughs> And I'm like, I need to do, I need to do better. I need to become a better person. I need to be a father to this kid. Like, I actually kind of like that. Like, because him, like, that was kind of the, one of the draws of the show is him being like abrasive and kind of an asshole. And yeah. like watching him try to become better than that is like, oh, okay. You're trying to actually like, you're trying to improve yourself in a, in a way that's actually meaningful. I'm like, I uh, I don't know. For It's weird for you, for the human characters. I like that for the superhero characters. I'm like, fuck you.
1: You've got a really fantastic story coming up with with Butcher um, that I won't, like, spoil too much, but through another soup, he is forced to relive, like, his past, so you see, like, the traumas of his past and what's kind of brought him to this, and that there's some fantastic little storytelling things done visually uh, with Butcher uh, that really, like, show you how he's feeling in these moments.
0: See, yeah, like that was one of those, I think it was my biggest problem with season two, is that they killed off Becca. Like, they had the whole, like, that, that whole buildup of, like, in season one, it's like, oh, Becca's dead. That's my whole arc. No, it turns out she's alive. Season two, let's get Becca back. And then they kill her off. I'm like, dude, that, well, that petered out. Like, it, it kind of bugs me how, like, they, how they've turned uh, Butcher's story into, like, such a, such a shit show. I'm like, bro, this guy deserves better than that. He's, a, he's such a cool dude.
1: I, th- I think that's it, yeah, it is that he's unfortunately one of those characters, like, I think perhaps because he's too good at, like, surviving every situation and, you know, being being the guy who knows what to do that they try and balance it out by just mean. but everything's terrible for him. <laughs> like, he succeeds at the sacrifice of himself the entire time. He reminds me of, like, characters like, like, self-sabotaging characters that you get, sort of, uh, almost like almost a more kind of, like, extreme version of, like, Loki or something like that. Mm-hmm
0: kind of yeah like he like he's meaning well but he does but all of his actions end up just making people put like push him away and they just does, like he ends up uh more alone than ever
1: yeah and like 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 spider-man sometimes like starts to go into those sort of stories where he's like right well I will sacrifice everything about Peter Parker and that makes me feel comfortable so that I can continue to defend people mm-hmm. like uh, so you know it's like butchers like that but all turned up to
0: 11 yeah exactly. And it's all in the name of just getting rid of superheroes. And I'm like, dude, see, yeah, uh, Joker voice puts it in here best that his scorched earth mindset at all costs, no matter what it takes, like he'll sacrifice anyone. I'm like, that's, it seems like when you're going up against Homelander, that's kind of what you have to do. Although I do, I'll admit, I don't really like his whole like compound V addiction. Like that. I think like,
1: yeah, like I I think that that sort of the, the, the whole kind of arcing story, I think, about the boys is about like Huey. And it's kind of like Huey is sort of like, like, like uh, Starlight and Billy are sort of fighting for Huey's soul almost, you know, like, like Starlight's trying to get him to like go the righteous path and like, come on, like, we can do this the right way where you don't have to destroy yourself to win. Mm-hmm. And like, Butch is being like, no, like, we're all, you know, worth this and uh, just winning is enough, even if it kills us and we can't enjoy it um And yeah, like I, I, I want Starlight to win because, <laughs> like, I, I don't like the idea that Butcher might be right about those things.
0: Yeah, it's it's a fucked up thing when you're just like, damn, dude, he's like, when you start seeing his point of view, and it's like, you, you know, he might be right. Then you know that you're you're kind of screwed up. But at the same time, I'm like, like you see, that's the thing. That's one thing about the shows. You see Starlight's uh, way, and you see Butcher's way, and yeah, like it's just who has more results.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. It's it, it's a uh, that's why he sort of works so well is because he's so relatable in that. Like you, you can really like get like yeah, you're just furious and you're done and you're like I'm fucking you up.
0: Yeah, and I gotta be honest. At some points, I oh you know, I still have yet to see the episode called Hero Gasm where apparently he, uh, Homelander gets his ass handed to him. But uh, like I'm like I can't imagine how like you know satisfying that must be when you when someone has been like lording it over you for so long and you finally get to stick it to him like that I'm like I don't yeah. know man it's it, it, like butcher is I think the most relatable just because yeah he's human he's 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 one of us he's one of the boys he's one of the, <laughs> the most regular guys and, yeah like, yeah no it's it's just so great
1: the, 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 the issue with butcher is like is that like he is like he's using and destroying all these people around him and it's like god damn it god damn it, butcher <laughs>
0: Like I think my the worst part for me was when he like t- said to the kid is like he blamed the kid for for killing his mom. He's just like I you know I'm basically I don't li- want to see you anymore. I don't like you. You killed your mom. Why would I want to look at you? I'm like ah dude, you just broke that kid's heart. Like you you asshole.
1: Yeah, and I think like I think that's another reason why like he he's really relatable as well because like I think sometimes we can we've all recognized when we've done something and we've hurt somebody like way more than we meant to, like. You know, or if we, we try to do the right thing and it's messed up like that, <laughs> butcher is
0: butcher. rich. I don't know, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but but yes, he in fact, he is. Oh, Harrison used to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry,
1: yeah, sorry, just, just reading some comments. My apologies, yeah, yeah I was just checking if, out, you if you have
0: any that stand out to you by all means, go ahead. And- well,
1: I was just noticing here that, uh, like Brian's action figure saying after this week's episode's clear, Butcher hasn't changed as well, despite the traumatic shit he went through in that episode. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, like, I think this is why i think like butch is probably going to die because i think the show is trying to make him out to be irredeemable at this point like he's too he's too far gone um but also we are getting that like sympathy to try and understand him so there could potentially be some sort of if he could finally stop and finally like take care of someone else instead of just like, sacrificing everyone just for killing homelander maybe he could be redeemed
0: yeah See, I mean, if he if it was more like he sacrificed himself to kill Homelander, that's a different story. Like, if if it's the fact that I feel like the it's hard to relate to him because he's he's willing to let everyone else die. Like, I guess it's not like he's not willing to die, but it's also he's willing to take everyone else with him. Is that I feel like it'd, it'd be more it'd be better and he'd be more heroic if he was just willing to be the only one who gets taken out by killing Homelander.
1: Which I think like um, matches here is saying Huey's becoming twisted though, and like he is, and I, I that's why I think like the shows. Sort of arc is going to be saving huey so can starlight save huey from being destroyed by butcher and like will it be that butcher is the only one who like gets killed at the end
0: yeah that's probably going to be i'll be sad if if butcher dies but yeah that would make actually a lot of sense if like in order to save huey's soul he ends up sacrificing himself so huey doesn't become him although let me tell you if i got if i got hold of like teleportation powers that'd be I'd be I'd be kind of like hard pressed not to abuse them too like, at, at, at the
1: cost of nudity <laughs> Yeah
0: I need to have like I need to figure that out They need to have like cash hidden caches all around the city where I have like clothes or something like, like something like that I don't know that that's that's a definitely a problem I need to work out
1: Yeah yeah it's it'd be weird and you also like you can't like have a costume like as a superhero unless you like tattoo
0: it on yourself <laughs> like get your logo yeah. done but then everyone's going to know who you are everyone's going to know who you are anyway yeah that would definitely be a problem like I, I wonder if there's like a way i could teleport my clothes with me if there's like a way to control that or i i don't know but yes that would definitely be an issue for for having to like every time i i teleport somewhere i'm now naked it's like exactly oh, <laughs> I, I could be a magi- I, I could i my job my i could be a magician i could like teleport behind the stage and then put on another pair of clothes and be like oh well magic you know that can kind of, i could do that shit but otherwise, I could <laughs> really be a superhero.
1: Lyman well, Smith's Lord is fed up with seeing Huey's ass every five minutes. Yeah. I'm and uh
0: I'm just tired of seeing the what, what I have dubbed the, the Phantom Man ass. And if you don't know what that is, it's it's whenever you see uh, uh a, a guy from behind and his naked ass. You so Jensen Ackles, your uh when we see what's his name, Thor, uh
1: uh, oh, like, like Chris, Chris Hemsworth.
0: Hemsworth. Yeah, we see Chris Hemsworth do it. When we see fucking Chris Pine in, in Wonder Woman do it, I'm like, that is what I dub the Phantom Man ass.
1: <laughs> the Phantom Man ass.
0: <laughs> and that's yeah, it's a joke from uh, from fucking Zach and Mary make a porno. <laughs> oh. talking about all their Star Wars parody porn parodies. And so, oh yeah, the Phantom Man ass. And so I just I liked that term. So now I've I've used it to dub every time I see a naked guy's ass on TV.
1: Ah, I don't remember that. I remember the uh, and Revenge of the Shit, the yeah, all but... anal final chapter.
0: <laughs> I forgot about that one. Oh but,
1: that's that's a fun movie.
0: Yeah, th- another Seth Rogen movie. But, well, he's not. Yeah, I don't think he had anything to do with it. But yeah, he's in it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he he's definitely had something to do with it because he starred in it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't think he wrote it or did, or had it. I don't think he produced it or anything. But he was just in it.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a Kevin Smith joint.
0: It's, yeah, exactly. Let's see. So we got Joker Voice in here who says the finale needs to be the monsters of the show, Soldier Boy, Homelander, and Butcher taking each other out. Yeah,
1: I, I'm interested how they're gonna go with this soldier boy thing because it looks like Soldier Boy's gonna kind of be there at the end.
0: I, 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 I Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Well, I don't know, because I, I feel like it might does it feel like it would water down um the kind of meaning of it if it was, you know, a showdown between three of them rather than just a showdown between Butcher and Homelander, the sort of two we've had you know are two opposites for the entire show
0: I don't know on the ah. one hand I'd like to see homelander get uh, you know and and butchered to have it out but at the same time like I've like from what little I've seen of him I really like Soldier boy and I want to see more of him I, I, if he dies this season I'll be I'll be a little PO'd. I'm like I kind of want to see him go into next season
1: you've got that there's a really big spoiler there's like a really big spoiler right at the end and it's like it is it, it, a twist. Like, that's how big a spoiler it is. So, like, I don't know if you want to know it or not.
0: Uh, I don't... Mm, I don't know. I don't think... I, I think... Well, shit, I already got spoiled. Yeah, well, there it is. <laughs> so, 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 so yeah. Homelander and Soldier Boy's son, essentially, in effect.
1: Yeah, so, so it looks like they're going to be... It, it's not going to be Butcher and Soldier Boy versus Homelander. It'll be Soldier Boy Homelander and, and Soldier Boy versus Butcher. Yeah, um, and uh, although Matches is saying that he reckons that Soldier Boy is going to get betrayed by Homelander, or Homolander, as Matches has called him, don't know if that's a typo. I would uh... say that's
0: probably a typo, but <laughs> but yeah, like that would make sense if, if because I mean if if this whole thing is a gig to him, it wouldn't make sense. What, like oh, you're my sperm. I donated sperm and they made it you, son. I'm like, no. I feel like he'd just be like, all right, you're just, all right, you just got made. Good for you
1: yeah they sort of it it could potentially be like that but like it's very interesting um to see like well for me to to speculate on what's going to happen because i'm like are they going to bring in homelander's son as well and then they've got like three generations of family
0: yeah that's a good point i didn't think about that okay so yeah matches says it's a typo uh we got jonathan redmond in here says uh any word on season four and uh apparently according to yeah, the joker voice i guess it's been greenlit for season four which i wouldn't be surprised i mean it's a good show it's a damn good show but at any rate yeah watch the episode go i will watch the damn episode as soon as, soon as we get off in about in about 30 to 40 minutes as soon as we get off this show i will go watch it i promise you my amazon prime is literally in the next tab <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> shame on you Says my spring sells for thousands due to my amazing good looks and insanely high intellect. Oh well.
1: What, do, you, do you ship it with a clover or shamrock?
0: <laughs> yeah, he A shamrock? Yeah, he puts a little bit. He puts a little dab of Irish spring in there. <laughs> Top of the morning to you, lad. That was horrible. That was horrible. <laughs> I can't see them killing off Homelander. I could totally see them killing off Homelander, and I pray for that. But, but but you know what I mean. That but that's honestly you're right. That's kind of like he's he's the he is the person in the show you love to hate. He's the he's the Donald Trump of like if the show was The Apprentice, he's Donald Trump.
1: I do feel like he's he's a villain that the show couldn't last without. Like like I don't feel like this version of the boys could continue like with Homelander being dead and it's like oh uh, what did the boys do this week?
0: Uh, he, wow, what what put him? Looks wrong. He's good luck <laughs> Put him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Harrison. Go, go ahead. And
1: continue your thought. Um, I can't remember what we're saying now. um Yeah. What? Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that that uh, the show could last without Homelander as a villain. Like you know, I think we've had shows where iconic villains die, and then you continue afterwards, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I don't think this one could do it. I don't think like you could just go. Oh, but Soldier Boy is like a tougher version of Homeland. I'm like, nah, it's not good enough. Like,
0: yeah, no, he just doesn't have that same appeal of like because I kind of like Soldier Boy, no matter how flawed he is. I kind of like him, and I, he's like Negan almost in in uh, a Walking Dead. It's like I want to hate yeah. him, but damn it, I just like him.
1: Same actor as the comedian.
0: Yeah, see, it's weird. It's like he's got that Jeffrey D. Morgan, uh, uh like uh, feel to him. It's just like you want to hate him, but he's just you can't.
1: Yeah, no, and I was saying to you, like as I said, I haven't uh, checked out paranormal ever. However, I have really enjoyed that dude's performance throughout this whole thing. He's been really good.
0: See, another spoiler. God, just spoil everything for me, why don't you? A <laughs> train suffers a heart attack and kills uh, killing Blue Hawk, and then Blue Hawk's heart is now keeping him alive. Oh, Ew. I don't know how I feel about that having a racist heart in my in my chest. I mean, I guess it, uh, yeah, it, 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 all, it beats the it beats the same as any other, but still, fuck.
1: I what might be interesting is if like his sort of you know poetic punishment is that he has to make a documentary about having a racist heart inside of him, like for their like vote a- pride,
0: A train <laughs> to Africa or whatever. And yeah, he has he has to comment on that.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: At least he's just doing something good, I guess. <laughs> Asterisk because I honestly don't like A train. I want A train to die. I, if A train gets killed, I will be I'll be down for it. I'm like, fuck A train. I don't care.
1: Yeah, I am the same like like the the stuff right towards the end with A train has been quite good. There's some there's some like good moments with A train like where like they actually did something with the character and it's that thing of like, "Ooh, you've had too much emotional growth. You need to die now. You're done in the story."
0: See, I don't even think it's that. I, honestly, like most of his arc this season has been just like I want to get back to my roots. I want to go back to Africa. I mean, I'm going to put on a new like I I don't even know like what the whatever the hell that costume was supposed to be and I'm like Maybe it's just that I don't understand black culture, but I get the feeling he doesn't either.
1: No, yeah, I, I, think, I think that is the joke of the show is that, like, you know, he's doing that just as a, as a media ploy to try and like, get his job back. And but yeah. then, like, towards the end, when he sees Blue Hawk, he starts to realize it's actually affected because, like, because now his brother's hurt. He's like really like incensed about that and it becomes personal.
0: Yeah. Okay. I get that. Let's see. Alright, so Jokey says, in my opinion, Homelander won't kill Soldier Boy at the end of the season. Homelander's ego won't allow anyone ever perceived superior to him, than him to live. Oh, yeah, he will kill. So, yeah, okay. but if that's supposed to be his dad, like Soldier Boy, or uh Homelander's uh, notoriously wants like, or at least he seems like he wants some kind of family. Like he's always kind of yearned for having someone who actually loves him for him. Well,
1: so if- I. Sorry, cover it.
0: Yeah, so I was going to say that if he wants, like, if he wants that, then maybe, like, oh, well, maybe if I fucking uh, impress my sperm daddy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think there might be something on that. There, there's a thing with, you know, when they were saying about Soldier Boy um, that uh, Gunsmoke complained against him for, like, beating on him. Mm hmm. That uh, I think yeah. that might be something that comes up with it is that, like, I think Homelander might discover that being the son of Soldier Boy means you get knocked around a lot,
0: yeah, you get hazed,
1: yeah. So, I think that uh, it might be that like Homelander doesn't put up with that, like, doesn't like how his dad treats him.
0: That would make sense. I see now that's an interesting idea. It's like just the idea that uh, having a whole season of just the dichotomy between Soldier Boy and uh, and Homelander, like, having them work together and trying to like. You know, get to get, come to grips with the whole situation.
1: Yeah, I, I'd be interested if if they did that. Yeah, if they had like the next season, be them go through that like experience, and only one of them survives it at the end. That'd be interesting.
0: Okay, so I want to talk about the part that, like, see, we kind of we kind of glossed over a little bit, and it's and I mean, on the one hand, guy's an asshole, so fuck him. But also, I think it's kind of funny how they made him what happened in this season is the deep. Let's go ahead and talk about. <laughs> I I think that like. So not, I've said it before. I, I've tweeted about it. I've said all this before. Like nothing that they do will ever make me like the. He's he's like the Steve Harrington of this show. Like nothing you <laughs> ever do will make me like him. I want him to die. But at the same time, some of the shit that they did, that they that, that, like, you know, having the whole thing of sitting, having him sit down and have like seafood lunch in front of him, making him eat an octopus that was actually his oh. friend. I'm
1: Like that poor <laughs> fucking octopus.
0: I didn't do anything. I think didn't oh do anything. Oh my
1: god. Have you have you ever seen Old Boy? And like the Korean old boy, not the one with I, Josh Brolin. I have not. No. Oh, right. folks, if if y'all in the comments have seen Old Boy, like tell me how much worse the scene is in that movie. So Old Boy, the exact same scene. Well, not the exact same scene, but a man eats an octopus live, but it's it's a real damn octopus. Oh, it's
0: so messed up. See, in my mind, I'm like, I've I've had octopus before. Like I've eaten octopus, and it's it's fine. It tastes fine. There's nothing wrong with octopus. But eating live octopus, I'm like, dude. Those are intelligent creatures. Don't do that. That's fucked up.
1: Yeah, I I don't necessarily want to put anything to any pain that doesn't seem necessary to me and does just like not feel appetizing to me. <laughs> like yeah, right no, now, yeah. you know, you if you want to say like I'm some sort of, you know, like namby pamby man who's not in touch with his primal roots, fine. But I ain't, I don't feel like eating live stuff yet.
0: Like, yeah, I don't, I don't go. feel like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, what am I, Gollum? I'm gonna catch a fish and just bite right into the side of it. Like fuck that shit.
1: Yeah, you know, like if you tell me there's like you know ants that taste like butter popcorn, maybe, but
0: <laughs> even then, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like in Mexico, they have this whole thing where they fry ants and put them in a bur- in a, like a burrito. So mm. I'm like, maybe I'll eat that, but I'm not gonna just pick up a fucking ant and just I'm not just gonna eat live creep. Like I don't know, man. Maybe it's like yeah, call me call me a wuss, call me like whatever you want. I'm like, I just don't see a reason in eating live creatures. Like I'd like my I like my food to be dead, thank you.
1: Yeah. And uh, like, I'm pretty sure I saw an episode of uh, CSI New York. It killed a dude.
0: Yeah. See, I'm like, see, that'd be, that's the kind of thing. If you're going to eat a live octopus, I kind of hope the thing strangles you from the inside. (laughs) Like, he says that lunch scene was epic. I'm like, maybe for like again because the deep is an asshole and he kind of deserves what he gets but at the same time I'm like dude that poor fucking octopus because he's sitting there it's like he's he has kids he's he's begging me for his life he's oh god he's praying he's praying I'm like dude that's that's kind of fucked up <laughs> <laughs> like although also that scene with the deep where he's fucking his wife and then the octopus is sitting there like I don't I don't even know like jerking off to it or something that I'm gets like, worse
1: what? in the next two episodes <laughs> Like like that just goes further and further
0: Oh good, because I, I because you know if there was one thing I thought we needed more of with the deep. It's him fucking fish, <laughs> like for God's sake, man. We get that joke enough with Aquaman. Do we really need that with the deep?
1: I like the deep because I think it's funny. Like, like like I find it funny enough that like I'm like cool. I'm happy with this being in the show. But I completely like feel like it's a, it's a storyline that could just be gone. Like, the boys could just not have the deep in it anymore. It could be like, ah, yeah, he just retired somewhere to hang out with whales. Yeah. Oh, matches, you eat brains in Mexico. Are they good?
0: That's not good. That's how you get mad, cow. But anyway, uh, Jonathan Redman, he says, I thought they were doing uh, interesting stuff with the deep in season two, but it seems the writers reverted all that and pushed him back to being a tool. In this season. Honestly, he was a tool in the other season, too. Like, when he was doing the whole, like, Religious thing, like and becoming a cult, like part of the cult. That was him being a tool as well. Let's let's not fool ourselves.
1: Oh, completely agree. I I think that he is absolutely a tool. I think that's supposed to be sort of. It's the joy of watching the ways he is a tool. I think, <laughs> like, because I've quite enjoyed like laughing at him, and it's been so funny seeing him go to that Scientology like uh, parody that he had with the cult, and then like I quite like his relationship in this where he like he's he's got his wife who's controlling him and trying to do everything for his career.
0: Yeah, right. Like t- having him speak out against uh, against freaking a train. Like, have, she- I like how she texted him, just eat the fucking octopus. I'm like, dude, you're a bitch. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i quite enjoy that it's just sort of it's fun watching a tool get himself in such deep water and he's constantly in over his head and he knows it
0: (laughs) yeah see i think there's one thing that he says that i agree with and that i actually like liked the uh, the line and it's so he says when he's all like talking to to uh, starlight and all of them and, and like talking about coming back to the to the seven and he says, "Oh yeah, like after I left that fucking cult and I and had this I had a documentary I made deeper, I'm like the new Leia Remini and I'm like, "You know what? That's kind of right. You are." Because I don't care about her either. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could give a shit about her time in the Church of Scientology. I got to be completely honest. But like that's my that's my thing. Is it like this whole thing about him and like leaving the church and becoming like a, a, like all of this having a documentary and becoming back? I'm like I don't care, dude. You you you, sto- you, you throat fucked uh, store or yeah, uh, starlight. So as far as I'm concerned, you can go take a sh- you can you can go suck a big fat dick. You can suck a big fat octopus <laughs> dick. <laughs> like I don't yeah, like I don't the like way around. Dick. Whatever, same same different. I don't care what. Like go eat a dolphin dick. I don't care. But my point is, is that I don't like the deep and like, honestly, nothing that deep does will ever make me care about him.
1: <laughs> I think, I think that's the point. I think you're supposed to not like him, but I guess you don't enjoy watching him either.
0: Oh God. Thank you, Fuller's Figures, for if, eating a live octopus, watch out for the deep, watch out for the beak. Mm. Uh, I like to remove it with a knife first, a bit cruel, but it pisses off and it pisses off vegans.
1: Yeah. that Yeah. that That, that doesn't sound like a fun dining experience to me um yeah. so you know like like yeah i feel like i'd kill it
0: as, as
1: best as i could first before i started yeah, like, slicing and like, chomping into it
0: yeah you can at least stab it or something like do something to make, to make sure it dies first like or, yeah uh, yeah uh, i personally i'd say cook it first before you ever <laughs> <laughs> like not that not that what they do to lobsters isn't cruel but at least they they're dead by the time you you break into their shell
1: I like that Mattis Malone's owner Mortal Kombat (laughs) meat-eating
0: Finish him (laughs) (laughs) right, guys, I'll be right back i got get all my dogs out One moment
1: (laughs) Don't eat sea boogers, people Uh Now that whole scene is is amazing, and yeah, like absolutely reminds me of uh, the incredible scene from Old Boy when he first gets uh, out of the prison and goes and says he has to eat something alive.
0: <laughs> Don't eat sea boogers, people! That's, and that's basically what a what an octopus is. Have you ever seen an octopus like in real life? Thing is the most <laughs> nastiest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> and also, frankly, I don't want to fuck with anything that that can like m- m- finagle its own way out of a pickle jar. Like, if you lock it into, into like a jar, it can move. It can get itself out of it. I'm like, I don't want to fuck with anything that's smart enough to do that.
1: I, you know, what I was thinking that I don't understand why there hasn't been a really good like creature feature movie about an octopus yet because they are creepy. Like, or they can be scary. Like the fact that like their arms could be doing stuff. Like you could be looking them dead in the eyes, but their arms are doing all sorts of stuff around, and you don't know. And there's a whole thing where how like they're like. Their mind can exist within their arms, so like their yeah. arms can think themselves, and it's like,
0: oh yeah, like... like they like their brain basically work can work independently on each arm, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like... nah, man, nah, don't be messing yeah. with them octopi, octopods. Yeah, so, uh, octop- i think it's octopi, or or yeah, I don't, I don't know, it's, it's a cephalopod. <laughs> <laughs> don't be fucking with any of that shit. <laughs> All right, so we got John the Ripper says Deep's wife seemed in on him having to eat the octopus getting rid of the competition yeah that's one of the parts he's i I thought that was that was a part of that because she like literally the scene just before that he's having sex with her he's like and he's looking at the octopus he's like yeah oh yeah you're gonna jerk me off with all your arms and she's like wait what and and looks up to see that he's that he's talking to the octopus so i'm like (laughs) i i figured that she might have that that might have been like all right fuck you
1: yeah yeah no i i i can see that being the case she definitely like she reminds me do you remember there was that awful like news story of that like girl who um coaxed someone into killing themselves by text like that that his wife feels like someone who would do that like like if she wanted to she would like make him feel so miserable he'd try and kill himself
0: mm. i can, i could i could definitely see that i mean if he if he ends up leaving her which i totally see that's going to happen like i'm betting you that the next season we're going to have the deep like now, the deep single life getting back into the game and trying, Like, oh god, here we go again with this asshole, <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah, I like how we we kind of like uh went on a, on a weird little tangent on an octopus on an octopi because of that, but yeah, no, like the deep. I think that's funny. That's his like biggest arc is that he that he had to eat slash wants to fuck an octopus. <laughs>
1: he's like he keeps it's amazing that he keeps going with it though there's a moment where he like tries to sit his wife down and explain it i oh like and like try and see if she's into it oh god
0: <laughs> i i can't wait for that episode <laughs> so we we talked a little bit about Frenchie and kimiko i, I want to get i want to touch on them just a little bit more yeah uh did you? so yeah how do you feel about about that like i i really like uh the the uh both like the relationship that they have, but also like the, the character arc that they have for Kimiko. It's really, really cool.
1: I think this is like one of the things that I, any flaws that I think we say of the show are just like sort of superficial flaws, you know, that kind of like make it not like a perfect experience. Um, or they're just not the bits that are my favorites of it. Like nothing's wrong with it, but like the Kimiko and the, um, Frenchy stuff, I think, like, when you've got through all of the other characters, when you're getting through so many subplots, you'll get to them, and I'm like, oh, man, what what are you doing now? Oh, I don't know, who's this? Nina? I don't care who, I don't remember who that chick was. We haven't seen her in a season, what?
0: Oh, that is right, his, his like, side chick. His Sher-
1: Sherry, I think Sherry. it is? Like, yeah, yeah. Sure.
0: And then, like, his weird dominator shit, which I liked her, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'm, I was, I was scared out, I was on that one. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, you're right. It's like all the Frenchy stuff; it kind of falls off by the wayside almost. But I do kind of like how they're they're trying their hardest. With it. like the, the Kimiko scene, where she goes into like the the what is it the Russian drug lord's house and beats the shit out of all the all the guards with freaking uh, with like a Russian version of Aretha Franklin playing playing in the background.
1: <laughs> it's pretty great.
0: Like that was that was awesome. Like I love that scene. Her and and the fact that like she's the one uh, person that, like of the boys. Of, of of just all the entire show that wants her powers to go away like she hates her powers and wishes they would leave i'm like dude i, I love you so much you're you're like she's another another one of like the actual superheroes of the show
1: yeah she, she's really good i like i think it's just that yeah there are other plots going on that i want to see more so often when we get to those i'm like oh right okay what's happening here um and they're much slower Like compared to all the others, the other plots are really hectic, but the things with Kimiko and um, Frenchie have been real, kind of like low key and a bit more um, subdued.
0: Yeah, except for that musical scene, the the Judy Garland like (laughs) where she's dancing around like there's that seemed a little like like we talked about a minute a little while ago, but that was a little like out of left field and and it kind of threw me. But I guess it whatever like when you realize what the boys is and what it's going for, it it was kind of cool. Like I- Have you ever
1: seen um, the shape of water another fish fucking movie yes Ugh. It, it reminds me of the the weird like musical scene in that when like it just becomes that black and white dance number for like five minutes and it's never explained
0: yeah but Th- that movie is weird. I'm I'm still firmly convinced that that thing is like Abe sapiens father. Uh, yeah
1: i mean, I mean, I
0: mean yeah. Fish, the shape of water is in the is in the hellboy universe despite the fact that guillermo del toro says no it's not i'm like then why does your thing look exactly like your other fish monster
1: yeah like greg nicotero or whoever it was doing the effect on that tom savini or whatever it was just like uh ah, i've got a cast of this already i'll, I'll go get it out the back yeah oh uh, yeah 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 yeah. It, it's a different one guillermo yeah no, no it's totally different paint it green
0: yeah, no, it's the exact same thing. I mean, it looks like he's he's in a storage container like that. Looks the exact same as Abe's. I'm like, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like that. That's a fun movie. I'm so glad that movie exists. But <laughs> what a movie doesn't probably didn't deserve to be best picture.
0: Yeah, no. When it when your movie boils down to let's jump in the water and you'll become a mermaid. I'm like, that's just no.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I like this matches when you put it. Mommy Milk.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Cuz the reason he brings that up is cuz MM. Like Joke Boy says that MM's character arc is great this, this season too, which is true. Yeah. That dude, if there's one person who bummed me out the most, I think is MM. Cuz I'm like, dude, I oh, poor guy. You like you want to get try to get close to your daughter, you want to get out of this whole like superhero killing business and and you want to get back together with your wife, but she's busy with some other dude. I'm like, oh, man, I I feel for And the and the worst part is the guy fucking loves Homelander. I'm yeah, like, and oh. he's like
1: taking his daughter to rallies and stuff like where Homelander is and he's like no, get out you're of gonna there. to
0: watch TV like the news shit with the Homelander speech I'm like bro, you are so fucking you're such a tool
1: yeah, yeah, no, M.M. M.M. is like too good for this world, <laughs> like he's too pure, the poor little puppy that is M.M. like I'm scared he can't survive this show because he's too good.
0: Oh dude, if they kill off M.M. that would be sad, like that. that's like the heart of it, like they say it in the show that he's like the glue that holds the the team together. And I'm like, that's absolutely true. I'm like, I love that guy. He's he's awesome.
1: That's why I think they might kill him off, like, you know, so they have like a, what are we going to do without him? Or like, I can also easily see them killing off Frenchie or Kimiko. I don't know, like Frenchie particularly, he looks like he's born
0: to die. If, if they kill off Frenchie, that'll be sad. and It'll be like, oh, well, that's going to suck for Kimiko. That'll end up becoming her, her story arc for the next season is having to get over Frenchie's death. And if they kill off MM, then that's gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna be Butcher's next next season arc because he's gonna go a little off the deep end.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Like
0: his best friend will be dead now.
1: Yeah, if he loses MM, that might be like his one last kind of. It wasn't just like keeping the team together; it was keeping Butcher
0: like down like, to same. earth. Yeah, exactly. And he, despite all of like the the stuff that he says, like he gets pissed off at Butcher a lot this season. It's like, oh fuck you, Butcher! I'm not your friend. He, but like he he's not gonna leave Butcher. He loves that guy. He, they're best friends. Come on,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like, no. and that's another—that's another really great uh, dynamic that they've done all over all three seasons. Is Butcher and MM It's just like they—they're they're great. Like, I like their dynamic. They—they like. I don't know. I feel like I'd watch an entire show of just those two.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Think of the dynamics. The one we haven't really spoken about much is Huey.
0: Yeah, Huey. You want to talk about Huey and Starlight then?
1: Well, I was thinking more like Huey and Butcher because, like, like, like in terms of like their dynamic in between them, like you've got this thing where it, it comes up later on that they're like reflecting another relationship that Butcher has already had and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it, it's it's a weird thing because I think Huey sometimes is one of the weaker links of the show because you can get a bit like, oh come on, dude, you know this is the wrong decision. You, like, like you know Starlight's got to be pissed. You know this is dangerous. You know you shouldn't be doing this, and he does it yeah. anyway
0: see the one thing i think it was kind of weird is that like it doesn't seem to go anywhere like he he does all these things behind her back and that story arc doesn't hasn't seem to go anywhere like she doesn't like everything that he does like she's just kind of like what the fuck huey and then that's the end of that like she just kind of like gives him gives him like a little bit of a tongue lashing and then that's there's no real like drama there there's no real like argument or that it's just kind of like what the hell huey oh i'm sorry and then they move on
1: yeah yeah, which is <laughs> how many relationships do we know? <laughs> like, how many people do we know? Like, oh yeah, they're having a fight again. They'll just say sorry in a while, and then they'll be fine.
0: I don't know, maybe. But in in my experience, that doesn't. It usually goes like a little <laughs> more off the off the deep end. It's not just a fight here and a fight there. It's like it gets bad to the point where like the chick moves out for a day, and it's like ah, oh, she'll be back in a day. They'll be fine. This always happens. I don't. Know. This that, that the point is it just it, it doesn't feel like it has any payoff.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree, I agree. Like, like Huey sort of Huey's interesting, like 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 Joker voice brings up the idea that Huey is us in the show. And I understand this the end yeah, the concept. I think often those characters do start to feel sort of less and less kind of needed. <laughs> so I think when we're when we're comfortable with what the show is, we're like, oh, you're just gonna hanging on now, Huey. And that there's this arc they're trying to do of him feeling, you know, like inferior to Starlight. But I'm just like, eh. It's quite dull. Uh, I've seen it quite a lot, and the show's doing better things everywhere else.
0: Yeah, though, like I get, so with him using with Hugh using Compound V, I totally understand that because like that that part is like okay, you you have a, a inferiority complex to your girlfriend because she's way stronger than you are. Okay, we we all have that. We've all had that point where our girlfriend has beat us at something. We're like, fuck, <laughs> <laughs> but. I'm like my problem is that like they yeah, they focus on it a lot with the whole like pickle jar or like the mayonnaise jar. Like he's trying to open jars. I'm like, dude, how tightly are you screwing that freaking jelly? <laughs> like, hey man.
1: Maybe it's Starlight you putting the jars on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's doing it specifically because she likes opening jars for him. Or <laughs> well,
1: like she always make, maybe it's because she always makes her sandwiches like at the end of the day, like like before the next day, she makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, puts it in the fridge. And so she's like screwing them on time in the morning. He's opening them up.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I feel like again, like that thing of like where he breaks his, he breaks the uh, the jar and he cuts his hand. Like Starlight comments on it is like, "What happened to your hand?" But that's all that they do. Like they don't even have like a real falling out about that. He like he has a moment where he's like, "I'm I'm tired of my girlfriend saving me all the time," and that's just kind of like it. It kind of doesn't go anywhere, and I'm just like, I don't know. You eh.
1: know, it, it does feel like the show is almost like, yeah, what they're going to do, break up. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Like we did that. We already did that last season and now they're back together.
1: Like that, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like that was the thing. When she found out that he was with that he was with Butcher and them, like uh she left and then he she comes back to him when she realizes that she loves him and then just, and saves him from Stormfront. I'm like, yeah, like that's what more are we gonna where else are we gonna go with that?
1: I wouldn't be too surprised if like after all the stuff that comes out of this they sort of realize they're not really like they can't really click together anymore because they're sort of like they're both having like really different experiences and kind of not necessarily, be- well, I suppose becoming different people, like, you know, with Huey kind of like getting into compound V and stuff. And with her sort of like having to go through all that shit with Homelander on her own, like, and then like come out of it.
0: You shut your mouth matches. You shut your mouth right now. I
1: don't
0: want- <laughs> that was probably the biggest piss off of like the, entire. Oh, I was so uh, angry with that. It's like when he grabs her, he's like, well, guys, it's time to tell the world we're together. And then she kisses him to fucking like seal it. I'm like, oh, I hate that. And that was the episode where she where she's showing like what we see in the beginning. She does like the whole Britney Spears thing at at her pageant fashion show, whatever. And it shows Mm. that she was not into it. Like she clenches a fist behind her back. But I'm like, still, it's just like, oh, god damn it, that uh, bugged the hell out of me.
1: Yeah, it's it's like it's really good that I'm just showing like the living nightmare, you know, of that kind of like. Just emotional abuse of it all.
0: Mm. Let's see. Uh, see, all right. So, Joker says what helps Huey and his character is being is his being a government agent, access to information and resources. Yeah, but see, what again? What kind of like annoys mm. me a little bit about that is that I I like the fact that they're they have him like working with the Bureau of like superhero affairs or whatever. And but what I don't like is that the the leader of that the Nadia or uh, whatever you know that that chick who could like explode heads. And yeah. she, they kind of like they make this whole thing of like, oh, she's a she was at like this home for for kids, and she was adopted adopted by Stan Edgar, and that one doesn't seem to have gone anywhere either. Like they in the lat in season two, they made it seem like she was going to be the big baddie of the of season three, and it's like no, she's just there, kind of to, like to, to introduce you to this one little like plot point, and that's it.
1: Yeah, she kind of tries to come up later on um with Starlight, and there's a moment where she reveals. Uh, that she knows that starlight knows who she is Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and sort of tries to bargain with her um but yeah that whole bit has sort of petered out to nothing um or not not, not nothing but but nowhere near uh the the sort of huge like finale that we thought it was going to be with that character
0: like if anything it it showed us that okay stan edgar like he's he has like a a little more of like a like you you could argue he's using her but he has like more of like a it's kind of like a Gus spring thing like he has a a sensitive side that you don't see when he's doing his bot stuff but at the same time it's like okay we we got a little bit more story about his character but then she doesn't really she kind of goes off by the waist like she has a daughter that's that's what i know about her and and she can make heads explode
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that she really does
0: yeah, that that is a fun fact. I did I did in fact know that Jack Quaid, yes, is Dennis Quaid's son. I didn't know it was Meg Ryan was his, was his mom, but that yeah. is a, Yeah. So uh that that dude in uh, General Hawk from G.I. Joe and various other movies that I'm that I'm drawing a blank from because that's the most recent one I've seen him in.
1: I get confused with Randy Quaid. He's the he's the insane one, isn't he? He's the one so he like is. who thinks like people are trying to kill him. Yes yeah uh, yeah
0: quaid you've got to turn on the reactor
1: <laughs> i didn't think that yeah quaid <laughs> uh,
0: you know also fun. actually here's a fun fact for you huey uh yeah jack quaid he's also on uh, star trek lower decks he plays uh, ensign ensign boimler
1: oh i didn't realize
0: and that oh, that's was- cool yeah, that was an awesome little thing. Like as I as I love lower decks, that show is a great and it's for no small part because Boimler is a freaking dork. Oh, I just, need to
1: finish season two because I I love that show as well.
0: Yeah, dude. I haven't even watched season two yet. Oh that's yeah. The
1: best Star Trek thing in years.
0: Mm. Oh, I don't know, because I really like I really like Picard, but yes, you're you're right. It has it's okay. Like- I
1: haven't seen Picard. Picard could be better. I, I will accept that.
0: But yeah, Lower Decks is really, really good. If, if for any Star Trek fans out there that, that love like references to Star Trek, it has all of them.
1: I think that's it. It's like it's like one of the only ones that feels like it's actually made for Trekkies.
0: Yeah, it was made by Trekkies for Trekkies, and I think it's it's really great.
1: Not like that Netflix show they made.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Smith Lord Speaks says, but Huey hasn't been with the Bureau for a good few episodes. Uh, it's been left as a dangling plot thread, so it hasn't really done anything. That's true. yeah, that is true. You, uh, did you have anything you want to say?
1: No, I agree. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's true. Like they sort of stopped him going into the bureau, and it hasn't been mentioned at all as any plot point. Like like Vicky seems to have even stopped looking for him.
0: Yeah, well, they had that part that plot point where he, like the chemical sh- uh, broke his arm to like oh well, I have to be off work for a few weeks, and. But then, like, in the latest episode, in Episode 5, he ran into a chick he works with, and she's like, wait, didn't your arm break? And he says, yeah, oh, well, it was just a sprain. Turns out it wasn't that bad, but it turns out it healed because of Compound V. So I'm like, yeah. So, it, it like, they kind of teased at it in Episode 5, but, yeah, it hasn't really gone anywhere. So that's that's a little lame. Let's see. Uh, Foolish Figures is in here. He says he's also in a oh, – uh, oh, that's right, Jack Quaid. He's also in a video that, of, uh, of Creedence Clearwater – they did it they did a re- they did a re-release of uh, uh have you ever seen the rain. And in oh. it, it's like it's him, the chick who plays Starlight and then this third girl who I don't know and they're like they, they I don't know the story art is kind of like he's friends with both of them but he was like in love with both of them as well. It's it's weird.
1: Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a weird enough. love
0: yeah, the video becomes a weird love triangle between Jack Quaid uh uh Starlight and then the other chick. But it's good. It's a fine video. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> From so from a filmmaker point of view, I'm like it was well shot.
1: <laughs> so, also has I've also heard he's seen a lot of Goldie Horn's home movies.
0: I don't I don't know who Goldie. See, that now we're getting into the that, that well, we're God. getting into that scene with a legend where you're just name dropping now.
1: Yeah, Goldie Hawn and she's uh, married to um the man from the thing. <laughs> 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 Can't think of his name. <laughs> As in the movie The Thing. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, I uh, shit. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yes, like
1: a snake blisket. I was say like, like, yeah, yeah. It's like yes. Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn. and then their their son is um is the American agent is uh John Walker.
0: Oh yeah, Wyatt Russell. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. Christ. Thank you,
1: Jack. The There. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Thank you. Matches. Yes. Big star of Big Trouble in Little China. Amazing movie. Indeed. David Lopan.
0: You know. You know it's messed up. So I've seen Wyatt Russell in a lot of stuff. And I didn't realize it because in because the. Uh, he didn't have the or, well, he has the beard in most of them, and in you, you in uh, freaking Falcon and Winter Soldier, he doesn't, so I didn't even recognize him.
1: Uh, right, I'm just yeah.
0: like, I'm like, who the fuck is Wyatt Rutt? Oh, he's that, he's the guy with the beard.
1: Isn't that fun World War Two zombie movie? Uh, Overlord,
0: yeah, he was also in uh, Black Mirror, he was in one episode of Black Mirror. Uh, he does, like, the, oh, like, yeah, a weird VR haunted house that he goes to, yes, ah, oh, that's a good episode, but yeah. Anyway, that's that's uh, it's been the the Hollywood family tree with with Fulcrum Entertainment. <laughs> anyway, well,
1: apparently, apparently Sith Lord is just throwing in erroneous things to see if it sticks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Sith Lord's me. lying to us, I think.
0: <laughs> cool. Let's see. What is the last thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's just he's just seeing if it works. I see. You lied. Fake news. <laughs> okay, but at any rate. Oh, Overlord. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Wyatt Russell. He was in the movie Overlord, which is like a World War II zombie flick, which apparently also takes place in the Cloververse, Cloverfield universe.
1: Oh, does it? Oh, that, weird. That's
0: what that's what people have said. I don't I don't know if that's true. I don't really care because oh. because Cloverfield is kind of a weird movie in its in itself.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen I saw the one with uh, John Goodman. It was pretty sweet.
0: That one's pretty good. Uh Cloverfield, the first one is just it's shitty. It's it, we got we
1: like halfway through, and that guy from the Emoji movie wasn't making it fun. T.J. Miller, T.J. That Miller, that's it. Yeah, yeah,
0: no, that that probably ruined like a lot of the shaky cam, and the fact that it, that T.J. Miller is talking throughout all of it is like <laughs> dude, shut up. I get you don't. I get you don't get a very many like uh face roll. Like you don't get a whole lot of face time in this movie, but just shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway. So, all right. So we're we're at the hour twenty mark. We're getting pretty much to the end of this. Uh, is there anything uh, outstanding you want to talk about before we before we get to the end here? Before we I start asking you about the about how you rate it?
1: Is there anything particularly outstanding? I think we've covered all of the all of the big hitters. I'm trying to think of any like particular amazing gore scenes or something we should talk about. We talked about like the very opening one. There is there is kind of a repeat of stuff like that in the episode you mentioned called Hero Gasm. They they do a lot of like Weird stuff with superhero bodies getting naked. Um, a little bit like I think it's in the first season where they find that guy in that club, the like Mister Fantastic stretchy dude. Oh yeah,
0: the, yeah. yeah. Or, or we, like, we also see the Ant Man guy go up some chicks. You know. Yeah. Like that. So yeah. I, I enjoy that kind of stuff when you see like I don't not necessarily the sex aspect of it, but when you see like the weird stuff people would do with their powers. I'm like. <laughs> I guess I could see some like kinky people doing some weird shit like that.
1: <laughs> well, like, yeah, you gotta imagine like like they're bored, you know. Like like at some point they're just like hanging around and like I'll just see, I'll just see if it works. <laughs>
0: Who knows? Yeah. And then he sneezes and then and turns and then pops the dude's fucking body apart
1: that that is the stuff that does horrify me like that that whole um <laughs> that character who's still hangs out and i forgot it was him but there's a there's that moment where they go to that dude and go you don't have a dick
0: the black like, dude yeah the, the guy who talks about he's in the support group he says hey, he was oh i, w- I was having sex with, the, with one of those superheroes and she you know she went got there and her powers activated and froze my dick off i'm like i would be pissed oh yeah. i'd be so pissed i'd, I'd murder suicide Murder,
1: suicide. <laughs> <laughs> I like that if you trying that with a superhero, you like shoot her in the head and it doesn't work. You're like,
0: well, well I, guess I, tr- I, I guess I'll. I <laughs> tried. Well, I tried. It's like, season. All right. So, yeah, we already got our first rating from Joker Boy. Season one, mm-hmm. eight out of 10. Season two, six and a half out of 10. And season three, eight out of 10. Yeah. R- so i mean solid you still it's still like I, I would say season two was actually still was pretty was kind of better than 6.5 like personally that that ending scene you want to talk about again something that did it better than marvel that end scene where all three of the girls beat the shit out of stormfront i'm like they did the girl power scene way better than marvel ever could hope to and i and mm. i'm i'm looking right at you Endgame. <laughs> Like, oh, Captain Marvel needs help. She has it. No, she doesn't need help. She's Captain Fucking Marvel.
1: A lot of that endgame like stuff. Like you can see meetings very similar to some of the things you see in like in Vought. must have happened at Disney. And I, I would love to see footage of like the Disney producers just screaming at people, like, no, it needs to be more heartfelt. I need to see hashtags with little hearts at the end.
0: I need to see some BLM hashtags. I need to see some like meat. Nah, <laughs> nah. But I see what what fucks me up is that. Yeah, I could I could totally see that happening at Disney. Like some of the some of the more fucked up conversations of like, oh, well, we like this character. I mean, she she's body positive, but not too body positive. I'm like, oh god, just, just don't, just don't. Or the yeah. and then the, or the part where Storm or uh, Starlight tries to bring in like uh, a Muslim superhero, and they're like, she's from Afghanistan. And before she can finish, she's like, "She's from London." I'm like, "Oh God, I, <laughs> fuck, I could totally see these conversations happening." I just, I just don't like to think about it.
1: Yeah, I, they are probably not as extreme as they are in the boys, but I think there must be some sort of similar kind of euphemism to conversations somewhere.
0: See, that's why I don't like to think. That's why I don't think about it. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure somewhere, some like Kathleen Kennedy or Bob, uh, what's his name, Ch- Chappie. Don't say Ava, the name.
1: I, don't say the name, dude. <laughs> don't say uh, the name.
0: I'm fine. I hear the rumbling in the distance. Hello, oh, no. <laughs> the guy. I'm sure. I'm sure any of these, or, or fucking any of these people. Shit. I'm. I'm even gonna say, go howl I'm gonna say Dave Filoni and John Favreau. I'm sure even them have had their fucking moments of saying some off-color shit. But I'm like, I just don't like to think about it. Let's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. It, yeah. That's. That's a whole other conversation. But anyway.
0: And I'm just gonna say, Matches Malone, no, you don't. For the comments you put in there, no, you fucking don't. Don't, don't <laughs> bullshit me. No, you don't.
1: I think matches is playing with us.
0: <laughs> but at any rate, yeah. I find like I find the whole thing tiresome and it's it just it gets old, and I'm I i do not really that's the part of it. I I start to get old. It starts to get tired. Like I I told you about it already, like when we start seeing Vot Plus or Vought network or Bot, like I'm like okay guys, we get it. Disney is is evil or or Warner Brothers is evil. Like I I'm just I get so sick and tired of seeing like this that stuff because I'm like I understand it. I see it in real life. I don't need to see it in my entertainment. I just think it,
1: it's Netflix. it's really interesting because it has that thing of like showing that like like Vought is both Disney Plus and Fox News at the same time. Like like it's got this whole thing where it's, it's trying to be all things. Like I mentioned earlier, so sometimes because the parody extends to absolutely everything, it, it, it's a bit paper thin. Yeah, like and, very, and it, yeah, it doesn't right hold now. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but again, I, I think the show knows what it's doing. It, the show knows that it's like, you can't look at the boys and go, ah, that that is an accurate depiction of everything.
0: Oh, we got we got Ghost Hand. In the, thank you for for jumping in. Ghost Hand says as much uh, shit as Kathleen gets. Uh, she was one of the key uh, people getting the first the first three Indiana Jones off the ground. So there's that, and Jurassic Park and ET. And various other movies that I didn't actually even realize that she was a part of. So, yes. But regardless of any of that, we're not talking about Kathleen Kennedy here. Uh, so I'm going to ask you the last thing, Harrison, is what do you rate this season? What What are we doing out
1: of? <laughs> doing uh, let's out go of
0: ahead. That? Ten. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and add a ten, uh, 10. superhero orgies.
1: <laughs> out of ten superhero orgies. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. How nice, let's go with a nine. I've been really happy with this season. I think like, like we were watching loads of stuff. And I do think that the boys is one of the things that's really stuck out in my mind. Like, you know, like like it shines out beyond some of the other shows I'm watching. I've really loved Stranger Things. Stranger Things might be up there as well, but that might just be a personal thing for me. But uh, a lot of the shows I've seen recently haven't lived up to what the boys has been doing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna be right there with you. It's not perfect because like I said, there's a few things that I have problems with, but I'm gonna give it a definitely a nine because it's kept me hooked throughout the entire thing. There's never been a point where I'm like, eh, I'll watch that episode tomorrow. I'm like, no, I gotta watch that episode right now. After I watch episode one, I'm like, I gotta jump it right into episode two. I gotta watch it right now. Versus like, like I've, I've talked about with with Miss Marvel, eh, it's it's all right. I'm I I'll watch it when I watch it, or like I mean, even Obi Wan Kenobi kind of had that at some points. I'm like, I enjoyed it, but it's like. Eh, I'll get around to it. Like, I don't have to watch it at premiere at premiere night. I can watch it in the morning, or I can watch. Yes,
1: I know exactly what you mean there. Yeah, it's like like I'll check it out, but I don't need to be one of the first people to check it out. Yeah, and if I get this, spoiled, like,
0: yeah. yeah. Versus this, I'm like, damn, dude, I, I should have watched. I should have watched the entire. I should have like uh, fucking stayed up after I got off work this morning and watched the entire thing, so I could actually truly appreciate the full amount of what this show has to offer. Because it, yeah, it's just been awesome and i think that's a big part of it is amazon like i said taking its time and making two extra episodes rather than the, the traditional six thing six episode thing that that streaming services keep to be, do, seem to be doing now
1: yeah yeah amazon have really done this one quite well i'm not like i'm not a guy who always checks out every amazon show but but this is one that's like made me go oh yeah no, i should i should look at some more of them i do need to check out um, both invincible and uh, this spin-off uh, the boys diabolical
0: is it I still haven't seen Diabolical myself, but I want to see that because uh, yeah, it, it has a lot of like Star Wars Vision slash uh, Marvel What If vibes of like different universes and different like stuff. Like I and also I really want to watch Justin Roiland's like Rick and Morty episode.
1: <laughs> okay, I didn't realize I was in the. Yeah, cool.
0: yeah, he has like a whole. It's and it's animated in the Rick and Morty style too. It's pretty great.
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'll have check that out. Yeah, like I think so. I think that's one of the things that is now the most intriguing part of the boys is the world they've created. Like, and I'm really up for seeing them explore more things in that world.
0: I would definitely agree. I want to see more of this. Personally, I would now this is like maybe we get a little too commercial at that point, but I'm like, boys video game question <laughs> mark. Somehow, if you could do like an RPG of the boys. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you would do it, but I would be down for it.
1: An RPG, what? And there's like levels where it's like you know, like doing quick time events to sort of fend off sexual harassment in the office, like
0: the boys. A Telltale game series. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. I would, I would play this shit out of a boys' Telltale <laughs> game series. Oh,
1: you said that, and I was like, no, yeah, yeah, like that's not that different to most of them. Yeah,
0: I would do it. They, they could do it, and I would, pl- I would play the shit out of it.
1: Oh, uh, oh! That's one thing I need to mention that, that they did sometimes in this, which I loved. They would every now and then remind you of like Homelander's superpowers in a weird way. Like there's that one where he's like, I think he's like trying to. He thinks something's up with somebody. He goes, "Your blood smells different."
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ryan says that too. Yeah, Ryan says it to. to him. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, and it's like terrifying. And it's like that's such a cool like aspect of that kind of superhero I've never seen.
0: See, yeah, I'm like I, mm, I don't know, I don't like a, I don't know how I feel about someone being able to smell changes in my blood. I'm like my boss would be able to tell that I, you know, no. <laughs> but anyway, the Nether Realm, the boys' uh, fighting game.
1: And yeah, I'm amazed you haven't said that already. Uh, matches that seems like it'd be a great game for you.
0: Uh, Another good Amazon series, Vox Machina. Oh, Machina. I've, I've heard about that. I've, it sounded like an interesting... It's like d d but it's like a, a comedy.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. There's <laughs> one that I think I did see was like Rebooted or something.
0: Rebooted. I don't think I've... I haven't heard of that one yet. Hang on. I need to check what that one out. Uh... But yeah, so... For me, right now, the biggest thing that after watching The Boys is a Stranger Thing. I have to finish the volume two of Stranger Things because, dude, oh my god, I've I've been waiting for this for the last month, and it it looks glorious, and I've and I've seen one spoiler of uh, it's Eddie playing freaking uh, I think it's, I always get the name wrong. It's, I think it's Master of Puppets on on his uh, on his guitar. Oh uh, yes, yeah, and yeah, it's just like it's it's kind of the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, uh,
1: go ahead, go ahead. The show I was talking about was Upload. Have you seen Upload? No. It's an Amazon original. It's real good. It's a, it's about like a sort of near, near future sci-fi where if you die, your brain can be uploaded to a server. But like the life you live in the afterlife is dependent on what subscription you bought and like what data plan you have and stuff. It's it's real cool.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so yeah, that, that does sound pretty... I, ooh. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> it's, okay. it's like
1: a single Black Mirror episode extended to a whole series
0: alright I have to check that out then alright there's the last comment we're going to go through and then we're going to be on our way so she says Vox Machina is, a, is based on Critical Role an actual D&D mm. campaign by some voice actors on YouTube completely crowdfunded animated series okay yeah my, I think my brother was telling me about that, that kind of stuff about, about Critical Role he, like, he loves that show
1: yeah, That's interesting. I've never checked out Critical Role I'm more of an Adventure Zone guy
0: yeah, see, I I watched uh, Heroes and Halfwits. That was a that was a podcast by Rooster Teeth. Oh, nice. Yeah, but uh, at any rate, um, yeah, that's I think that's where we're gonna call it quits, guys. That, that's, thank you guys so much for watching our episode, our review, our, our yeah in depth spoiler review on the boys and how awesome that is. Uh, if you guys if you guys like our show, make sure you like, subscribe, and you comment below. Make sure you hit that bell notification, and then also make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Well. Mostly just Twitter, but yeah, I know Harrison. You're you're more you're more on Instagram than I am.
1: Yeah, I, I never. I realized recently I never post to Instagram. I scroll through it, but I never post. I'm actually posting more to Twitter these days as well.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that, and, and I appreciate that. It's nice not being the only person on Twitter these days. But yeah, <laughs> although,
1: although for some reason, more and more sex bots are following me, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what stank I've got on me that
0: they're sniffing
1: out, but they
0: just keep turning up. The man fuzz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the beer. It's the it's the righteous fuzz you got on your face. All the, children, all the ladies want a piece of that. <laughs>
1: all but the yeah. fake robot ladies.
0: <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Lobot. Thank you, Jonathan Redman. Uh, matches Malone. Joker voice. I can't believe it. We finally found something that we agree on.
1: I think I think we liked Batman. I yeah, think no, that's right. We all we like liked Batman.
0: The Batman. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh but yeah, Fuller's figures, Smith Lord Speaks. Uh, Mr. No Mr. Action today, I noticed. So that's a little bit he, of a he didn't
1: watch the series. I think uh early on Mr. Action turned up, dropped in that he hadn't watched the series. Oh on. yeah,
0: no. Okay, that's right. He did. Okay, he did. I'm sorry. I apologize, Mr. Action. You were there for like a for like a blink of an eye and then you left. <laughs> yeah, Fuller's figures, Brian's action figures. If if I miss anyone, then I apologize. But yeah, guys, thank you so much. Uh, this has been the Folk Entertainment Podcast. I have been Gilbert. This has been uh Harrison. Almost forgot your name there for a second. And Yeah, guys, thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next week for our spoiler review of Thor Love and Thunder.